Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. What do you say? How's it going? Welcome back. This is the One It's All podcast. My name is Jake Huffelfinger, and I'm pumped to have you here with me today. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for showing up, and thanks for being here. How we living out there, people? How we living? We are already approaching week eight of the NFL season. This is another NFL episode. Week seven, full of surprises. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what are you doing? I'm going to talk about them in just a second. I went 10-4 and four last week. Not bad. Not bad, and I don't think there's anybody in the planet that would have picked Carolina to beat Brady and the Bucs. I did not. I picked the Bucs in that one, so that was one of my losses. But 10-4 and four, and a week seven where it feels like everything is so unpredictable right now, and I just got to go ahead and say that's part of what I, that's, I keep saying. That's what I love about this league. All right, before I get into anything, just want to say if you're a fan of the show, if you're liking what I'm doing, make sure you follow, like, comment, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Help me out here. Go to YouTube, go to TikTok, go to Facebook, go to Instagram, want it tall on Instagram, want it tall.buzzsprout.com. Buzzsprout, if you want to start a podcast, I highly recommend it. That's a, they don't support the show in any way. Just want to let you know that that's what I use and I would highly recommend going to. And if you use code one, it's all. You'll get a discount. Okay. So 10 and four week seven, we're going to dive right into week eight because I can, this is my show and I just like to keep moving here. So we're, it's a 17 game season. So we're already at week eight and I feel like now is when you start seeing contenders separate from the pretenders. Injuries can flail up at any time. We've learned that every week, especially in the fantasy football world. All right, so without further ado, I know you tuned in just because you want to hear my picks for the week. We got another London game this week. That should be a lot of fun. We are going to start off, though. Thursday night football week eight has Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. and my Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. This has all the ingredients for a good Thursday night game, I hope. From what the Bucks did last week in Carolina, coming off a short week, yes, Carolina, we scored three damn points. Three. 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 I don't know what's going on with Brady. I'm not feeding into all the rumors that there's all, like, he's not focused. I, I just don't know. I think they've hit, he's hit rough patches before. And, and early in the season, and don't forget the year the Bucks won the Super Bowl, they started off slow too. I think they, they only won like nine games going into it, and then they went on a run. So keep that in perspective. So you got the Ravens at the Bucks, Raymond James Stadium, Thursday night football. The Bucks need this one desperately, as do the Ravens. The Bucks need their defense to show out on this one. The, the Bucks, I don't know what's going on with the offense. Mike Evans appears to be okay. Lamar Jackson, they got Gus Edwards back, who looks pretty good out of the backfield. I don't know what kind of receiving weapons they have. I have, a, I just have the feeling that with the linebackers that we have, they're going to spy Lamar all night. They're going to spy. I'm sending a warning to my hometown Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you lose this game, because I am picking the Bucs to win this game. Raymond James, I feel like they were planning ahead against Carolina. They'll get the run game going with with Fournette. Brady will off the play action. They'll hit Mike Evans. Godwin, he'll just feed them. They'll be more organized. They'll be more crisp coming off that horrific loss. 
You can say what you want about Brady, but he knows how the NFL works, and the narrative can change in a week. So I'm going to take the Bucks in this game, 27-20, 27-23, something in, in that in that ballpark. Lamar Jackson will get will scramble and move around, and he'll make some exciting plays. I just think the Bucks are going to come in focused, right? Everything I've been reading about them, everything I've been seeing about how Bowles has been kind of in their face with everything and all. Sometimes you need to wake a team like this up, right? And I feel like the Carolina loss could be that, where it's like, okay, we need to step our game up here. You know what I mean? Say what you want about Thomas. He's he'll, he'll be he'll be okay. You know, all the distractions coming. This is nothing new to this man. He's been in the league for over 20 years. He knows the drill on this one. They'll have bad games. I'm not even. I wouldn't even be surprised if that bad game was intentional. Like some players were just trying to wake the team up and kind of be like, "Look, this can get away from us if we don't get on this right now." So I, I, I fully expect them to step up. But if they don't show out and they look again, I'm starting. I'll, I'll start to worry then if we go to three and five. All the respect in the world for Baltimore. I think this is an incredible matchup for Thursday night. So props to the NFL for booking this game. Tampa, don't make me regret this pick, man. I still think you guys got it. You're in a weak division, record-wise anyway. I think Atlanta's strong. Got away with that Atlanta win, by the way. But yeah, Tampa Bay over Baltimore, 27-20, 27-23, somewhere in that range. Don't make me regret this, Tampa. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You came back for a reason, right? You came back for a reason. Go Bucks. So we have another London game as well. And this time it brings Russell Wilson, who is playing right now after he just did his knee his high high legs. So if you haven't heard, he he has uh the, apparently on the trip to London, the team was sleeping and there's a rumor going out that Russell Wilson was the only one awake and he was doing high knees up the row. If they were winning, that would be admired. But it's one of those things where everybody's trying to make him out to be this kind of freak show. Everybody's shitting on Russell right now. And if they start winning again, just watch how the narrative changes. Oh, this is why they brought him in. He seems to be worth it. Like, So it's just funny how it works like that. So I'm not going to start dogging Russell too much on this. So the Broncos go at the Jaguars in the first London game or in the first game of the day. London will be 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. At the the Jaguars will be the home team. Trevor Lawrence, they, they look like they're on the cusp. But they, Travis Etienne is going to get the full workload. And if Russell, before Russell Wilson kind of came back and said he was playing, I was taking the Jaguars all day long. And I just think, and I might be called crazy for this, that the Broncos win this game. And I'm sick of picking them, but I feel in my heart, and it's just a gut call. My gut is usually always right. Size 36 waist, baby. Step up. Uh, the Broncos will win this game. I think Russell finally has a good game. He got a week off. Got it, Got his mind cleared. That can do wonders for somebody like that. Let his shoulder rest. We're going to take the Broncos in this game. In the first game in the London. Uh, they need it. They're desperate. I All, all the credit, but if they don't win this game, then I, I think you can start kind of dogging it in for the season. Kind of sell everybody you can be sellers and all that jaguars they're there they're just not there yet they they're a couple free agent pieces away trevor lawrence is finally under a good program here it's only in the second year let's not forget that i'll take the broncos 
So we'll, we'll, we'll take the Broncos. All right, so that's the London game. All right, next, these are the 1 o'clock noon games, or however you want to say it, the early games. Here are the early game picks for week eight of the NFL season. We, first, we're going to start off with the Panthers at the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons in this one. I think the Panthers got away with one last week against Tampa, but unless I get too cute, they still are who they are. The Falcons are 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 good. I, I think the Falcons are a good team, a lot better than what most people thought they would be, so we're going to take the Falcons in this one. Next one, we got the Bears at the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys all day. The defense in Dallas will shut down the Bears. The Bears looked good last week, but everything changes when they go to Dallas. Book it. Next, you got the Dolphins at the Lions. I want the Lions to win more, man. They're exciting. They have they have a lot of things going on, and they might just do this with the Dolphins coming off that Pittsburgh win. This is going to be, I guess, my upset call. Lions, I don't know. I, I heart you. I heart you, and I'm going to take the Lions in this one to stun the Dolphins at home. Next, we got the Cardinals at the Vikings. DeAndre Hopkins looks back and stronger than ever, but they're going at the Vikings off a of bye week. We're going to take the Vikings all day. Dalvin Cook has a big game. And Justin Jefferson, the whole nine. Like we're, It's just going to be Vikings at home. I'm taking all home teams, apparently, until this next game. Raiders at Saints. Raiders will go into New Orleans and win. The Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, will be playing again. I don't know what their Saints receiver room is going to look like. Josh Jacobs looks like the real deal. He's playing for that contract. It's amazing what a fifth year will do. We're going to take the Raiders on the road at New Orleans. The Patriots at the Jets. If you would have told me going into this one, the Jets would be the primitive favorite. I think Elijah Mitchell bitches his way into some receptions. Uh, New England, bad loss against Chicago. They're going to beat the Jets. I just have a feeling. I don't think Zach Wilson's very good, at least not yet. And Belichick's just the worst kind of coach for him to play. They're going to be playing from behind. New England's going to go in extremely focused. They're going to beat the Jets. Steelers at Eagles. I like the Steelers as an organization, but they're not good enough right now. We're going to take the Eagles at home to beat the Steelers pretty convincingly. Uh, Kenny Pickett's still going through the learning curve, and I think it's a smart move because then you can – you at least had that to fall back on. You have an up-and-coming quarterback. Go, you know, Eagles are just the Eagles. They're just killing it right now. They're GM of the year, all these draft picks. They just traded for Roquan Smith from the Bears. This team is going all in this year, and I don't see any reason why they're not going to step up and beat the Steelers, even if they get T.J. Watt back, but I don't think he's going to be back yet. So those are your 1 o'clock games. We're going to take the – the Falcons, Cowboys, Lions, Vikings, Raiders, Patriots, and Eagles. Those are your early game picks. Oh. I don't know if you guys realize or you can hear it over my voice, but I love doing this shit. Picking these games and just having this and just being able to share it with everybody. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Don't forget to go follow, like, comment, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. One, it's all on Instagram. One, it's all at buzzsprout.com. One, it's all on YouTube. The whole nine. And now for the afternoon slate, it's a set of four games, some division rivalries going on here, starting with the Tennessee Titans, fresh off a sweep in the Colts at the Houston Texans. Give me the Titans all day. The Texans just don't have enough. They just look slow. They're going to probably trade away Brandon Cooks after this week. They're a team in rebuilding mode. Like I said, I I love what Lovey's doing there. I love... How, I think they have potential in the next two to three years to turn that thing around, and they had to rebuild this year, and that's just the way it goes. Titans are boring as shit to watch, but they got Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill will make just enough plays. Book the Titans. Next, you got the 
Washington Commanders at the Indianapolis Colts. What are the Colts doing? Matt Ryan's already been benched. We're going to take the Commanders on the road in Indy. I think Indy's just all over the place right now. I have a hard time believing Sam Ellinger's the solution. I picked them to beat the Chiefs earlier, and they did. And they ever since then, they've just been kind of letting me down. Next, we got the 49ers going at the fresh off of bye week uh, Los Angeles Rams. Christian McCaffrey, will he be the difference? Will this be a game where they go in? I don't. I haven't seen a lot out of the Rams this year. It's a Super Bowl hangover. Uh, we're going to take the 49ers on the road. Oh, again, I'm, I'm going road heavy now. <laughs> what is happening with me this week? We're going to take the 49ers on the road at the Rams. And then the last of the 4 o'clock or the afternoon games, we got the New York football Giants 6-1 at the, New Orleans, or the Seattle Seahawks. And I will pick the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. The Giants will lose. They've been on, they right there with losing every week. I think Geno Smith just flies it out of there. I think the home field advantage going out to Seattle. Daniel Jones makes a, a mistake or two. They almost lost to Jacksonville. They could have lost that game. I think this is a game where they lose. I mean, 6-1 to go 7-1. Seahawks have been shocking people. Just shocking people. And with that environment, the 12th man is the real deal out there. We'll take the Seahawks at home. I guess you can call that an upset, right? Based on record-wise. I'll stand behind it. The Seahawks on the afternoon games. We're taking the Titans, Commanders, 49ers, and Seahawks. Man, that went by fast. Four games. Four games just like that. Sunday night football this week is a good one. Aaron Rodgers and the struggling Green Bay Packers go to Buffalo to play Josh Allen and the red hot, smoking hot Buffalo Bills. And they're off a bye week. Will they be rusty or will they be right where they I have a or I think they're gonna come out just like they did in week one and just just start throwing the kitchen sink at everybody. And uh Aaron Rodgers needs this one. I, I'm calling a touchdown for Sammy Watkins in this game. Robert Tunyon, their defense maybe can hold them in this game. I think they show better than what people are thinking, right? Because I have a feeling the poll the the line and everything is gonna be big in Buffalo's favor. I think Aaron Rodgers will have his team fired up, ready to go. I think they'll be in the game for a minute, but Buffalo just makes too many plays. Josh Allen is a legit MVP candidate. They have just have too many weapons in Buffalo. Sunday night, primetime football. Give me the Bills all day in this one. But I think the Packers, I think they just, I think they play better than what people think. I think everybody's down on them because of the Washington loss last week and they just look sloppy. I fully expect them to be in this game most of it, but Buffalo pulls away. Give me Buffalo all day. Sunday night football. There you go. And last but not least, week eight, Monday night football is in Battle of Ohio. Ohio, H-I-O. Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Did you see... Joe Burrow this past week, Jesus Weezus. He was throwing flames. And now they go into Cleveland. Can Cleveland's defense step up in this game and stop Burrow? I mean, they look like they're clicking on all cylinders right now. If they had Deshaun Watson, I don't even know. I'm sure they could. I was going to make it to sound watching joke. I mean, maybe they can slowly massage their way into the game. I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm working on it too soon. I don't think so. Deshaun shouldn't have been doing that. So we got the Bengals at the Browns. 
Home game for Cleveland. Jacoby Brissett's good, but he's not great. Good, not great. The offense for Cincy has just been sizzling. And I have no reason to believe it won't continue in this game. Now, the, the, the puncher's chance that I give Cleveland. I've always said this. Cincinnati's biggest weakness is that offensive line. If Miles Garrett and the boys can cause enough disruption in there, cause a couple turnovers to keep a low-scoring game, get Nick Chubb going, get that rolling, they stand a chance. But not enough of a chance to get picked on the One It's All podcast. We are going Cincinnati Bengals on the road for the Battle of Ohio. Yeah, I mean, and, unless they have more firepower, they don't have the receiver. I mean, they got Amari Cooper. He's good, but I don't. they didn't bring him in to play with Jacoby Brissett. Unless there's a substantial injury or a ton of turnovers, it's Cincy all day on the road. They're, they had their struggles in the beginning, but Burrow and the boys are moving it. There you go. Mitchell and Grant, I know I always shout you guys out when Cincy, so I better start getting some love. Give me Cincy all day on the road. Monday Night Football, Week 8. Those are your Week 8 NFL picks. How'd you like that, people? How did you like that? We're taking the Bills on Sunday night. We're taking Cincy. On Monday night, I think those are the obvious picks. I like to try to pick uh, upsets and whatnot, but none of those games strike me as something that's going to be, yeah, I don't don't see either one of those teams losing. It's hard to imagine Buffalo losing unless Josh Allen goes down. And I mean, anything's possible. I just, the Packers just don't have enough weapons unless it's like a 10 to 7 game. But who's who's holding Buffalo only seven points? I, I just don't see it. Same with Cincy. Okay. Thank you again, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed this little break from reality to listen to me pick some football games. I went 10-4 and in Week 7, and I'm fully expecting to do just as well or better here in Week 8. Loving every week of this. Again, follow, like, comment, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm truly, 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 truly grateful for everybody that's taken the time to tune in and listen to me. Got a lot of guests coming up here. Got a lot of new segments that I'm working on here that we're going to try to kind of get after, especially going into the holiday season. If you like stand-up comedy, let me know. I'm, I got a new segment called Let's Try Stand-Up, which we will be trying. <laughs> the key is just to do it, and if you're terrible, that that's what makes it funny. But that's another idea we're, we're cooking up right here. So thank you again for everybody for tuning in. I sincerely love each and every one of you. I hope this tickled your ear canals for a little bit. And, yeah, who doesn't love some good old football talk? All right, guys, until the next one, I love you guys. See ya. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Hip-hop and jazz. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? What? Jazz. Hip-hop. Bond-like fusion. Slow grooving sounds that get the crowd moving. So for your amusement, we come to play. A little Kenny G, a little Miles D, a little Sade. I get busy when I listen to Dizzy. And relax when I hear Cold Train on sax. In fact, I feel my loneliness with keys from Thelonious. Monk any time, day or night, week or month. So don't try to front like it's something you don't want. It's jazz music, y'all.